for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very good morning to you. What is this day today? June 24th, I believe. Is that it, guys? Yep, June 24th. June 24th, 2020. This would have been my deceased mother's birthday. She, all, We always look forward to June 24th. Um, welcome to the Coffee Club. We've got a busy, busy show for you today. We've got coverage of the Apple event. We've got a big announcement concerning a giveaway and something that's going to be useful to someone here in the audience at no cost, I might add. Free, free, free. And my friend Nancy from Milwaukee loves that word, free, free, free. Um, so let's say good morning to the crew. Might as well start with you, Jeff Bennett. Hey, good morning to everybody on the Coffee Club, all the people listening on out there as well. Doing real well here. I'm not sure exactly what the temperature is. Last I heard it was about 73 degrees here with some rain here, but it's going to get hot again, up to 85 degrees again, which is a little bit better than it has been. So we're doing good. Spent some time 
spent some time with the uh, daughters. They came over to my house, and and they actually brought me uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. And boy, was it good! It was awesome. It was really good. They had mashed potatoes, uh, and they got me French fries because I don't like mashed potatoes. And and we had all the trimmings. It was really good. Coleslaw. It was excellent. Corn. It was just a very good meal. We we all enjoyed it last night. You know, Jeff, I, I what. I like you know Kentucky Fried Chicken, especially if the chicken is fresh, it it can be pretty good. But I just do not like instant mashed potatoes. I can don't know why. Um, maybe there's a way you can doctor those things, but ugh. well, I think my my ex wife Kristen doctored them up one time and she made them and she put garlic in them and she spiced them up and she made it and they actually tasted pretty good. But you're right, I, and I'm not really a big big potato person. I. I'm like my daughter. She only likes one kind of potato, and that's French fries or, or, or sweet potato fries. And I didn't realize, I, at least I didn't think that the, that the likes and dislikes were genetic, but she seems to have the same likes and dislikes of food that I have. So, Well, you know, maybe so. Chris, is there any way to make those mashed potatoes taste good from Kentucky um, Fried Chicken? Well, I am not crazy about them either. Um, you can stir in some butter and put some salt and pepper. That helps, but I still don't really care for them much. I mean, it does help if you have to eat them. I used to do that in TV dinners, but the advantage to TV dinners is when you take them out of the oven, the mashed potatoes are still really hot, so you can stir in some butter pretty easily. You, Jenny, you seem to like those instant potatoes, don't you? No, I like them in, I don't mind them in a casserole or something. Or like you say, if you doctor them up, I don't want plain ones, no. But if you put garlic and stuff in them and make them taste good. I know Jackie here. I don't really like the, the instant ones as well as I like like the um, the Bob Evans ones like, Bob Evans ones like you get. Yeah, Jackie buys them by the big... Those big she boxes, buys instant potatoes. Instant potatoes by the thing and just loves them. And I talked to her sister, and her sister goes, "We've never known anything but instant potatoes." But man, if I can't make them real, I just I think not... it depends on how you were raised. Mom always made real potatoes for a well, long time. Well, some are better than others. Um, there's some potato pearls that are tolerable, but, you know, some of them no. are really bad. Wands, have you tried theirs? Theirs aren't bad. I've had theirs, and I don't know if theirs are instant or if they're just frozen, but they're not too bad. Well, I, I don't like boiled potatoes. They used to do that at boarding school when I was well, a kid. I, I hated those. I, I think we could do a whole show on blind school. Oh, Bill blind. makes the best buttered potatoes you could eat. I think I think we could do a whole show on blind school cooking. I always do real mashed potatoes, though. Yeah, I do. I I, I like the the real things. The Bob Evans aren't bad, but they're not as good as as the real thing. What do you say, Dave Reeker? I know you'll well, eat anything. And he everything. stepped upstairs. Oh, now he? he when he was here by himself, he made the potato pearl some, but he does prefer real ones. In fact. His sisters, most of the time, don't make real ones, and he makes fun of them for not making real ones. <laughs> and they come here, they they always say, you made real mashed potatoes? And I'm like, I don't make anything else. Yeah, I, I, I just don't either. I just, that's just me. Um Mom never made an instant mashed potato in her life. Now, I will say, I got myself in some trouble with a good friend of mine when I was in school because I made the comment that I hated instant mashed potatoes and I never planned on eating any. 
and she informed me that her mother made instant mashed potatoes and I had eaten them many times. I had no idea. I said, I don't know what she does to them, but you really can't tell. <sighs> well, I guess to each their own. She used cream and I don't know what else. Oh, yeah, if you doctored them up, I don't think you'd be able to tell. Well, see, see, what do you say, Michael? Instant potatoes, or can you... <clears throat> no, I mean, I've, I've bought them before where you can't tell, but you're right, the KFCs are pretty bad. But I had something the other day I never noticed before, because a lot of times don't buy potatoes because it's too many. I'm not going to eat them all. But I saw Ricky a potato, like 89 cents. I don't know if it was one big russet or a pound, which could be up to three. I wasn't sure, but... Well, I, I've seen them one potato. That they're called uh, bakers. or it, Yeah, know. it's probably one potato. Yeah, it's probably one potato, and it's probably a baker. And you'll get some of those big ones. Now, that one would be one like Jackie Miller would eat, you know. Yes. Um, yeah, I was Google yesterday. Yep, the average was about 5.3 ounces, but they can be as big as 12 ounces. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. potatoes. Tim? We used you? to get those at Sam's Club, those huge baking potatoes yeah yeah uh jackie likes one of those or two of those for her meal just a big i, big I wanted to mention potato. that instacart's adding some other stores uh, aren't prices. they uh we got staples and big lots yeah we've got staples yeah i just saw that so did we. i saw oh, that wow. yesterday as well yeah they they do have that yeah, they do. They, no, you can't buy groceries at Staples, but you can buy no, but if, if, if You can. Some there are a few groceries at oh. Staples. Really? There's some snacks, candies, and stuff. But if they do a full selection of Staples, the things that you can get at Instacart, I didn't check. I know with Target, they didn't do so well, uh, you know, with Target. But if, if, Our Target's got a lot of food, and it was pretty reasonably priced. Yeah, they have yeah, food. So does ours. But when I think of Target, I don't really necessarily always think of groceries. So, but if if their Staples has the stuff like paper supplies and envelopes and things that you could use, then that would be a good thing. But oh if, yeah, it had a lot of. I expected to find more items from Staples, but it had a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh well. Office, you know. Copy. They even had padded envelopes and all you kinds know, of things and, like and that. I know in Naples we had to use a ship for that a couple times, and that's when we got in trouble when they didn't deliver the order that day. But well, that's why I mentioned it because I I know that was something you needed. So yeah, we we actually needed it that day. It was what was it? Uh, labels, wasn't it, Jennifer? Yeah, well, labels, yeah, labels and stuff and stuff we needed to. Get business done, and and that one. I th and Tim, I think have we talked to you yet? Uh, not much. <laughs> no, uh, there's a reason. There's a reason, but no, go yeah, ahead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we get along. We've only been doing this for sixteen, fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. Well, things are going well here. It's nice weather and all that stuff supposed to be mid 70s today which is that's my kind of weather anyway and, um what was the other thing that i thought of oh wow uh, um you were talking about staples um yeah they they do have their groceries are more like the 
the end cap stuff that you see at regular grocery stores. Right, stuff nobody else really wants, or if you do, it's one of those impulse buys. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is. I, I can see it now. Your Instacart's going to deliver you a computer. You know. <laughs> Our uh, staples that I have shopped at a few times is, was a victim to the... Uh, rioting and looting oh. so it's not open right now well i don't know if it's going to reopen or not i haven't heard so we've we've got a staple well it was state it was no wait a minute it was office depot then they merged with office max office max, max. and now who knows? I think they're all one and the same. I don't know. I think they might be, yeah. I think they, 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 they might be. I used to go there and buy a lot of CDs. I could get what I wanted, and they'd give me a pretty good deal. And then they jacked up the price and did this, that, and the other. And, um, nah. All right, Jeff, do we, before we get into some well, other I things. Did you want to yeah. we finish introducing all the people here? I guess uh, you want to find out from, maybe you want to talk to Chris and Dave and see how they're doing. Oh, he oh, did we talk did, to We us. did that, Jeff. Oh, he did. Okay. Well, we have, let me see. Four. Let's start in the order of the people that have raised Five. their hands here. So let's go with Joe in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go ahead, Joe. Good morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 64 degrees, hot. Oh, what a hot summer. I guess it's that way all over, up to 91 at 64. And Bell, it reminds me of an old, old song going back to the 30s or whatever. The best things in life are free. So, free, free. Uh, You're going to hear about that, Joe. Free. Oh, great. Free. Oh, yeah. Free. Great word. Free. Joe loves that word. Nancy loves that word more than anybody. Free. Free, free, free. So I've learned uh, that nothing's really free, but no, never mind. <laughs> that, uh, hey, Jeff, half glass full, Jeff. That's right. You're so right. You're so right. I'll tell you, it's not free, but using my digital scale has saved me a little money. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a moment, too, Jennifer, because you have saved some money on the digital scale. You're going to turn Chris's world around in just a little bit. That must mean that you're free of some pounds, right, Jenny? That's it. That's it. Free of some ounces. Pounds. Ounces. All right, who's next, Jeff? All right, next we have a 734. Probably Joe in Michigan. I'm betting. Yeah, go ahead, 734. Joe, I forget wherever okay. that is. Okay. Um, good morning, everybody. And, uh, Jeff, if you're wondering, it's uh, this is Allison from Michigan. I'm 734. Oh, my, oh my goodness, well, Allison. Well, I've only screwed up three Well, I'm pleased times. to make your acquaintance. Yeah. You sound and, a whole uh, lot better than Joe. So. Yeah, we're... Uh, I'm doing okay today. It's going to get up to about 78 degrees today. And um, just this last weekend, I wrote a possible job inquiry letter. Um, there was a gentleman here in Michigan. His name was Robert Beaton. He used to own a Braille transcribing and proofreading business. So I asked him if he could connect me with any agencies that are transcribing and proofreading Braille. So we'll we'll see what happens. Is that what you do? Yes. It's so that's what Jenny does. She transcribes and does that kind of stuff. So you two probably have a lot in common. Now what part of Michigan are you in? I'm in uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ann Arbor, oh. Michigan. Nice college town. Yes, indeed. Yep. And are you the Allison that makes requests on the legend? 
Is that another um, answer? No, you must okay. be talking about a different Allison. Well, that, that could be. She's from Georgia. She's from Georgia. Well, yep. this one is from 734. So it's only the second time this, this week I've made a mistake. I called somebody. Uh, I thought it was her name was Christina and it was something else. And so, see make mistakes every single day but hopefully you can find this this job do you both use do you use something called duxbury for your trance is that what um i used to but i haven't used it in a while yeah but you're still able what to agency do- does jenny proofread for she well i'll let her tell you jenny you tell well i um transcribe for the utility company here Okay. So I do their, I print their utility bills. That's the main thing I do. I do other little side jobs. Side jobs for agencies. So, yeah, getting okay. an agencies. That may be something to look into, too. Yeah. Well, two things. We would love for you to keep us posted on your job search and okay. what you're doing because it's kind of like Marianne's, you know, weight loss thing. We want to know how you do from week to week. So, okay. if you could keep this posted, we would appreciate it. Okay, I think your email is bill at billsparks.com, is that correct? Dot org, dot org. Okay. Or dot net, either one. Yeah, and that's S-P-A-R-K-S? Yes, ma'am, it is. Okay, thank you. Keep us posted, and good luck, Allison. We all wish thank it to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Julie, you're Bye. up next. All right, well, I want to weigh in on the mashed potatoes. I don't like boxed instant mashed potatoes at all, but they have the Bob Edwards ones are good, and there are frozen potatoes that sometimes you can't find except at holiday time sometimes, and you have to be fast to get them. But those are good because they're real potatoes, and Schwann's potatoes are real, um, but they're frozen, um, and and they taste more like mashed potatoes than the boxed instants. But when I was in high school. My boyfriend's mother used to get some kind of mashed instant potatoes and they came in a can and they were really good. And then all of a sudden she could not find them anymore. They quit making them. Mashed, hmm. I never heard of that. But. but they were an instant mashed potatoes, but they came in a can and, what, and whatever she did to them, they were really good. And she liked them better than other instants, but then she couldn't get them anymore. Oh, you know, I I just, maybe I'm too picky, okay? I probably am. And if I was real hungry, I guess I'm eating. But growing up, I had some bad experiences with instant potatoes. We had them at the blind school, and they were bad. And B, we used to go to someone's house, and we, we were playing music. And what that poor lady could do to instant mashed potatoes and gravy, the law should not allow. Oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> it was well, shoot the blind school though. There is the mashed potatoes. Sometimes when you put the gravy on them, the potatoes would dissolve, and you just have a puddle. It was just so 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 bad. I told her the best thing she had made was a bologna sandwich, and. <laughs> No, no, you, didn't, you, you, can, you didn't make too many points with that one, Bill. I'm no, sure. she didn't. She she knew it was true. I don't know if any of you were making potatoes in the air fryer. My son, who lives in Arizona, thought he would fight COVID by at least temporarily giving up meat. Well, he wanted to see what it'd do for his body, but he's on a kick now of making sliced up potatoes and putting some mushrooms and onions and maybe green peppers and making them in the air fryer. Mm, that would be good. Well, that, yeah. I think so, it would be okay. I, you know. 
There ain't nothing like a skillet. I'm sorry. <laughs> the air fryer is wonderful, but I don't think it does as good as a good skillet on the stove. Now, I'm saying health-wise, the air fryer is better for you, except when whatever happened with ours last night, it went ballistic, but but it... it um, that could be a way, but I've never mastered. It seems like the air fryer. And Julie, do you use an air fryer when you cook? Is Julie still with us? I guess not. Anyway, um, that'll be a question for Chris. I'm curious if she does it that way. Well, I don't think all air fryers are created equal either. I yeah, love yeah. to do. Potatoes in the air fryer. We've baked them. We've done homemade fries, and we've done potato chunks. I have not done anything with mushrooms or anything like that. I do think the skillet makes better fried potatoes, but also that's not healthy to have all the time either. So no. Oh, eating healthy isn't fun. You know, you know that, Chris. <laughs> but but, do you think the fact that maybe all air fryers are not they're not well, all created equally for whatever. I, they're not. The, you have to look at the wattage. It's just like microwaves. You know, you can get anything from a seven hundred to a twelve hundred watt microwave, or maybe more now. But well, the shape makes a difference too. I think it does. It does. That barrel shape is probably the best because the air circles around better than in a rectangular shape. But I mean, they all work. But I do think the shape helps. Yeah, oh, I'm getting busy with the hand raised. All right, well, right, Jeff. You gave me Pam, the Pam, go ahead. Pam Francis, go ahead. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone is well. Well, hope you're well. Hope you're feeling better. Well, I'm going home tomorrow. Or at least I'm going. I'm I'm going home probably just to go back in the hospital. <laughs> huh. At least well, you I'm sound looking, good, though. You sound like you're feeling better. At least I'm leaving the the center where I've been for the past three weeks. Oh yeah, I mean you sound uh, a lot better than you than you than you did a few weeks ago when you uh, when when you were on. So you sound much better, Pam. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I. What's basically going on here, without going into all the details, um, they when I broke my wrist, uh, and they said it to, when I went to the doctor Monday, they told me my bone had slipped. Uh, so therefore, I have to go to a hand surgeon on. That's going to be uh, tomorrow afternoon at 2 on Thursday on for the sake of a podcast. Hi, Pamela. Um, anyway, the upshot of it is I'm, I'm going to do that, uh, and they're going to see about putting a plate in my wrist because of because of because because the bone has slipped. So... And, and but as of as of the way it is right now, I'm not going into the hospital tomorrow. I am planning to be on the radio Friday night. Well, okay. that will be good. That will be very very good. Instant mashed potatoes, Pam. Do you like them? Instant mashed potatoes? No, not 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 unless you doctor them. You got to have butter and you got to have milk. You got to do all that stuff. You might as well just make the potatoes. <laughs> got to have yeah. You got to have. Put a little bit of garlic butter in there. Yum. Hey, Pam, I'm here to Very get some goodness. blood. Oh, you need blood? Yes, ma'am. Yep. Okay. All right. okay. Don't take it, don't take it from blood. us. We don't have any blood right. to give you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. We've had it all on here. <laughs> JR, you're next. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. How's, uh, my, how's, my, well, how's my troublemaking friend from the, uh, from Schenectady doing? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'll be better once I get some coffee in today because um, I was up till like, 3 o'clock this morning. Oh. I was up playing with iOS 14. And do you like it? Um, so far, it seems I seem to like it. I mean, at first, it kind of um, annoyed me because I thought they had rearranged all my apps, and they really didn't. Um, there's a couple things that, I mean, you got to, at first, I thought they lost my dock. You know, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do without the dock? Um, but it takes, they, they take away one of your pages, I think. Um, they take away your first page because, as you see it, and they, they call that the um, today view. So they take that away. Um, so actually, I thought I had six pages of apps. I only have five. Um, but then after you get to page five um, and you scroll up again, you have what's called the app gallery. I think that's what they call it, the app gallery. And that's where it's been alphabetized or... What's it? Well, alphabetized or? I don't know if it's no. It's it's not alphabetized. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird that they all your apps are on that one page, but they actually put them in folders. So they're kind of grouped by yeah what they do. Yeah, so they're kind of grouped. Um, I was really looking forward to trying out the picture and picture thing last night, but I couldn't figure how to do that. Um, but if you can't see how you're gonna. I mean, <laughs> Never mind. Well, because the way I the way it was kind of looked the way it was, I was kind of looking at it was you could have two different apps going at the same time. Right. That's what they were saying is that you had picture in picture. You could put something on the TV and then go do something else with your phone. Uh, you know, so you can multitask. Well, now what about? Well, you probably can't test this yet. The the new Siri will let you do send voice messages to people. Well, I've always done that anyway. So, I mean, Rep- you can always dictate a, a voice message. Oh no, no, uh, I, think, I, mean, I think audio, you're saying audio, audio but, but you could have always done that with a, with a text message anyway. Uh, but you had right. to separately enable that. So now maybe it's you could do it in series. You could send audio message. Yeah. Audio. That, so that, you want to just tell her to record an audio message for Jeff, so you don't have to worry about all the typos that it makes. You could actually have your own voice. Right. Yeah, I, like I said, and you wouldn't have to do it separately by when you're in the text message where you have hit the button that says send an audio message. So that 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 may have cut us. I haven't out. tried it yet. Like I said, I just I just downloaded this. So I you know literally. Well, um, then he could have stayed up. Home. Computer, he, he well, stayed up all night. iPhone for yeah, I don't know, a couple hours now. Really. How about the uh, tap on the back feature? Mm-hmm. Did oh, I'm sorry, say that again. There was something. Hang on, hang on you... Let me just try to do this. There we go. Now I can probably hear you guys. Oh. <laughs> anyway, there was there's a feature where you're supposed to be able to tap on the back of the phone and it'll enable certain things. Tap on the back of the phone. Yeah, yeah. actually, Michael probably talk about this more in a little bit. Jr. will be interested. You can use the back of your phone to, like, enable some like contacts, some some of the other options that are a little harder to do. But you can do it on the back of your phone. I'm not. Maybe I'm they've not, not enabled that yet. I'm not real adept at that either. But I think it's enhancements to like what originally was the shake and undo feature so that you can actually 
Well, yeah, because they got rid of that multi-touch or whatever it is. Yeah. So, but Michael go more into that. But that that does sound. You know, it it's going to be interesting. They say they're going to overhaul some stuff, and we'll talk more about that in a few minutes. Yep. So, JR, out of all the apps I've, I've tried, and I, yeah. you know, playing around with a lot of them, um, they all seem to work just fine. <coughs> That's good. Remember, you know, the, you know, the, the, the only data. problem with going to uh, iOS 14 is you can't go back the other way if you really don't like it. You can. You can with the beta. You can, Jeff. Oh, you can. Okay. Uh -huh. right. uh, has yeah, to run can. a program called Test Flight. So you can't. Oh, now, okay. Jerry, I'm curious. The 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 new Siri stays in the bottom of your screen, I guess, so instead of taking up the whole screen. So I'm curious. So you could ask it to do something and still have access to your apps or maybe what you're doing and and leave it there, or do you still have to exit it every time? I don't think you have to exit it at all. Um, I think it just automatically goes away. Yeah. Um, from what I can tell. The... The one thing I did notice, and, and I don't know if it was just me noticing it, but it seems like the screen size seems like it might be a little bit smaller. Um, the apps, the apps are more closer to the top of the screen. Um, the same amount of apps, but they might be a little bit smaller. Um, where there's more room at the bottom of the screen between your dock and your and your actually apps. If that makes any sense. Right. So it's still the same six by four grid. But and yeah, it's still your same four. I think it's four 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 wide six apps. It depends on your phone, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Hey JR. Yes. Before you go, instant mashed potatoes or no? Um, you know what? My wife does a great job with them, so um, I don't mind them at all. I mean, depending on, I guess there's some brands that are probably better than others. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it kind of depends on what you're used to, what you've been kind of brought up on. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I like, you know, real potatoes better, but, you know, but, you know, the mashed potatoes, you know, if, if they're made right, they're good. It sounds like a true husband talking there, Jr. That's good. <laughs> hey, after 32 years of marriage, I yeah. know. You know, he, he's we, got it. We get it, Jr. He's got it. Thank you, Jr. <laughs> All right, Jeff, do we have anybody else? Uh, well, okay, let me get to the next person. And we got Fran, and you're up. Fran, go ahead. You're not muted, so go ahead. Good morning. Well, as far as these whole discussion of mashed potatoes, no, I don't like instant mashed potatoes. But sometimes I have to, I you know, have to use them for one reason. They're good in casseroles. If you make a um, casserole with that, you know, that calls for mashed potatoes. So there's a meatloaf that I make that they used to make this kind of in layers of it's a layer of mashed potatoes and a layer of meat and a layer of mashed potatoes and a layer of meat. Those instant mashed potatoes are good for that sort of thing, but I found one thing that I really like, and that's country crock mashed potatoes. Never heard of those. And I like country crock butter. They, they just come in a, in a thing like margarine, like country crock does, and you just dish them out and heat them up, and they taste. They're, they're real mashed potatoes with little few lumps and all. And they, they still have skin on, yeah. You you could persuade me on those. Are those hard to find at the... Well, when you get normal help, are those Yeah, hard when to, I get normal help, they're easy to find. They're usually in the deli section. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. 
Fran, yeah. after got up the, the phone last week, Abby had reminded me, and I, she told me this, and it just slipped my mind, <clears throat> that Walmart has added the capability uh, to use those cards. And, and they will take that where you don't even have to, if someone goes to the store to get the food for you, they don't even... Uh, they don't even need the cards. They can do them on file. And, of course, I would assume Austin, you can even get delivery. So you may really look at Walmart. They may be able to. Yeah, I have been. I've been having trouble setting up an account. Oh. I, I, I seem to keep going in circles. But l- and, let me, uh, let me explain this. Call. Give me a call. I'll send Gary if he sent me some information. Give me a call, and we'll help you set it up in no okay. time. In no time, we'll help you set it up. Okay. Okay, because that really got me fired up last week. I didn't like that. And I want you to make sure that you get what you need. So Yeah, yesterday I had to do an Instacart order, and I'm like, you know, this is, I've got over $300 worth of food stamps to use because they've added up. No, well, you know, well, why am I spending money? We're, we're going to help you with you know, this. I should be able to do the food right. stamps. You so. can, you can, and you will. All right. Okay. So okay. I will so, reach out to Gary because I'll just reach out to Gary to give him a hard time. But oh well, he needs that. Right. I, I, mean, I give him a hard time anytime I can. But, right. You know. So I mean, it's no. I, I mean, no yeah, offense, but I'll still too. give him a hard time. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we'll still help you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you very Thank, much. Bye. Bye. Alan Ramos is next. Hello. Hey, Alan. I'd like to say good morning to the panelists. Uh, we have 61 degrees and, and a high of 88. Ooh, it's going to be warm and, there, kind of like here. Yeah, and I do not like instant mashed potatoes on the pole. No. But I don't, uh, just don't care for it. You do not. Good. So you're you're on my vote. My brother likes them, but I do not. I use butter to doctor them up. Yeah. And, but I have to go easy on the salt, so... Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's another thing. Is it me or do things that you buy taste a lot more salty than they used to? I Even think they ham do. and things. Oh yeah, salt's used do. as a preservative, I think, to extend the life. So yeah, you're if you eat a lot of frozen stuff, you're getting way more sodium than your body needs. Yeah, now the other thing is if you want to use salt but you don't you can't use salt, there's a thing called and I believe it's called Mrs. Dash. That you can That's buy, and, and it tastes like salt, but it's not salt. Yeah, but I mean fresh great. things. Or people are starting to cook with a lot more salt or something, or else I'm just getting more sensitive to it. You're getting more sensitive. Because the other day when Jackie fixed that meatloaf, she didn't use any salt at all. But it could have been the stuff, you know, but no salt. But I noticed even ham. We got ham from the deli, and Ugh. ham was it salty. I don't know. It's just, I must be getting old. I don't think the bologna tastes as good as it used to it's from the downy. <laughs> you know, they say that you, as we get older, our, the taste buds do change. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've been, that's what I've been told. But I don't know. Yeah. But I was going to say that I think uh, that a lot of the instant mashed potatoes are better than they used to be. Because uh, back in the oh, 60s, definitely. Those, oh, those my were God, awful. that stuff at the blinds going in that poor lady's yep, house. same here. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I went to Illinois. They had real potatoes. We did. You know, I, I think they we did, did the school until, I went to. We did until about 1965, and then they switched to the instants. And, oh, oh, 
Man. Sounds like Illinois probably had some good cooks because you said their food was pretty good. Oh, yeah. it was far better than well, my oh. two meals I had in Indiana. Oh, Indiana. I can put in a request for Chris or the recipes to get one for some all gratin potatoes. Not scalloped, which those can be good too, but like all gratin. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, we have. Well, I can't believe how many callers we have today. So let's get to, I believe, I think it's Buddy in uh, uh, North Carolina, I think it is. So, uh, oh, I got to ask to unmute here. So. So unmute your phone. Hey, there you go. Go hey, ahead. Jeff, how are you? Good. Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, the School for the Blind in Raleigh had real good food for the most part. I didn't care for the mashed potatoes. And I want to know about potato cakes. I like to make potato cakes. I guess I'm going to have to get the potatoes, um, boil them, and then try it from scratch. I don't think mashed potatoes are very good. Now, French fries are, are pretty good for the most part. Burger King has, you got to try their French fries. They're, they're real good French fries. And I've I, tried them in the air fryer. I've gone back to Greece sometimes when I, if and when I do it. I, I don't really care for French fries in the air fryer. I have a recipe for potato cakes, which I can give next week. Okay, that'd be great. Thank you. Potato cakes would be good, yeah. Potato, you know. They're hard to make. There's a lot of preparation to them. Maybe Chris can... And easy. There's not an easy way to do it, is there, Chris? Um, actually, there is. If you save some mashed potatoes, they're made out of leftover mashed potatoes. Usually, that's what my mom did back in the sixties or seventies. Yeah. yeah. Yep, We're going to let Jeff Bennett do the cooking. Jeff, are oh, no, you up no, to no, it? no. Um, I, I will tell you, and I, and I, and my, I think Chris would probably get upset with me, but I'm not a good cook. And at least I know I don't like cooking. I can cook for myself, but I wouldn't want to cook for anyone else. And uh, now that's rather- my forte. Margie doesn't do. She cleans. I make a mess. She cleans after I do. She does it real. That cooking's not her forte. Cooking's not everybody's forte. You have to. I enjoy it. I do it on the gas. I use charcoal outside. I remember the first time I used charcoal. I had one of those chimneys, and I filled it full of charcoal. And Daddy came over and he said, "Good Lord, are you d- d- trying to burn down Chicago? You got a flame going five feet in there." And, and it, 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 yeah, uh, Marjorie said bad things happen when she's in the kitchen. But uh, I didn't have any problem with charcoal. Uh, you have to be careful. You have to, anytime you're cooking you, with fire or gas or electric, you have to be observant, especially blind people. You have to stay right there with it, and you can't be um, can't be doing windows or on the iPhone while you're cooking. You have to be right there. If you can't mold a task, you have to do it one thing at a time. Very, very true, buddy. Very true. I'd rather be playing with audio and audio editing and listening to audio than do cooking. But I have to cook because I live alone. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Jim. Who's your next victim? Okay, the next one is Marianne, JR's sister. So when you get yourself unmuted here, Marianne, we'll get to you here. Good morning. There you go. Uh, uh, JR did text me at some ungodly hour in the middle of the night just to say, this is the first text from iOS 14. I'm like, really? I want to be asleep. Do you want me to give him a hard time, Marianne? Oh, no, I saved that. I do it myself. Okay. Any of the best work should be done by yourself as far as I'm concerned. Uh, instant mashed potatoes. I remember the old ones in the can. My mom used to make those. And, yes, milk and cream. Mashed potatoes in a can. Yeah, no, they they were instant ones um, from back in the seventies. I do remember mom used to have those, and they weren't bad depending on the things you put in them. Um, And she always did potato cakes from from instant potatoes as well, or from not from mashed potatoes. 
So I'll be interested for that recipe because I keep thinking about them too. So I'll, I can't wait for next week to get the recipe because I haven't done potato cakes ever. And she's no longer here for us to ask the recipe anymore. So Chris is going to have to do. Um, as far as other things go, I am down by 35 pounds. And since I started tracking my BMI, I'm down by two points, as in 2.1 in my BMI measures as of this morning. And um, Uno has now gone to the chiropractor a couple of times to get adjustments. And he seems to be doing real well. Uh, last time, I think I had talked to you guys, he, uh, he was on an anti-inflammatory for the vet, but that did not work. He ended up having another episode. So now we are taking him to the chiropractor and he gets one more adjustment next week. <clears throat> and then we'll see how things go. But we found out that the the bone that's right at the top of his neck, the one that's kind of right underneath the ears where you can feel the little kind of lumps on each side of the top bone was out of alignment. So they, the chiropractor aligned that bone for him and they stretched him all out and they did all these really cool little things for did him mind? the chiropractor. Um, well, he kind of, he wasn't feeling the toe thing when they, when they, when the, when Dr. Jason stretched out his toes, he, he wasn't feeling that so well, but he loved the shoulder stretch. And apparently since he likes to jump off the bed, um, <clears throat> shoulders can get moved up and sort of locked into an kind of like a shrugged up position. Um, and they can sort of get locked up kind of in, into that position just from jumping and having fun and whatever, just being dogs. And so he enjoyed a good shoulder stretch. And when those popped down, he just went mm, in my in my lap. Um, and he I, 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 he didn't really respond too much to the adjusting the bone in his neck. But uh, he seems to be doing well. And we'll see how it goes. And hopefully all of that will be good for him. And we'll stop having this what we think is a neurological thing with him. Hopefully that'll be good because it's scary to watch a dog fall when you know he shouldn't. Yeah. Other than that, life is awesome. And Michael, I have to say, it was great seeing you on the Black Leaders uh, call. That was it was fun to know other people there besides all my friends and other places in the NFB. So that was awesome as well. Well, we did an edit of that too because there was so much noise with Zoom. We had 150 people. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was an amazing um, that was an amazing presentation. Yeah, it was a lot of good input there. I felt like it was old home week because I used to hang out with a lot of that leadership group at conventions and such. And that's good. Thank you, Marianne. We've got a call from, well, actually, it's from Gail. Do you want to hear that one? Sure. Okay, just letting you know, we have a, we have a whole for, bunch of people left still, but I'll right, leave it up to you, I saw, Right, and I also saw one from Debbie, you probably need to look at too, Tim. So uh, go ahead with one of those, and then we'll get back to the phone calls. Okay, here we go. Yeah, hi. This is Gail uh, in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota. And um, just leaving a message here. I'm having trouble with my um, raising my hand. I don't know if I've done it or not. Uh, I have my speech off so that I can't really tell. But we're talking about instant potatoes and regular potatoes. I loved it when the way my husband Jim used to do it, taking real potatoes, and then they would be uh, 
you'd, you'd taste a little bit of the potatoes with the way he mashed them with a hand uh, potato masher. Very, very good potatoes that way. But I can tell instant potatoes from regular, uh, real potatoes by, uh, you know, the taste. So just wanted to let you know that. Bye. There you go. Okay, Jeff, we'll get back okay. to you. Next uh, is Ellen out in Al- Albuquerque. Go ahead, Ellen. Yeah, uh, good morning. Um, I wanted to weigh in on this potato thing. Uh, I No, mashed potatoes, no, but I've had to do that. However, when I was little, my mom used to, you know, make real potatoes and stuff like that, and that was so, they, you know, they were so good. Now, the ones at the school were, they were edible, but... Um, you know, but you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. But uh, now my, I think the best fry, you were talking about french fries, best fries, I, in my opinion, are from McDonald's. I don't do fries that much anymore because you're right, Jeff, as, as time goes on and we get older, our taste buds do change. So what you used to like 20 years ago, you may not want want now, you know, or vice versa. So... Anyway, I just wanted to throw in my two cents worth. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. And next on the list is Indiana, Pennsylvania, and you know who that is. It's Jerry in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Try French's instant mashed potatoes, and you'll never peel another spot as long as you live. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm going to weigh in on that. I I think they've improved them some. I know they're a lot better than they were. Your wife used to hate them. I know Judy used to hate them. Uh, At camp, at Beacon Lodge, we used to have them. And uh, even at school, and they kind of tasted like what paint smelled like. I don't know why I associated that with mashed potatoes with paint, but now in school, when we had them at Overbrook, somehow they were able to burn them, so they were more like a potato cake than a mashed potato. They weren't even like They were crisp, <laughs> but they were no good. <laughs> so, they were no good. I think they yeah, taste they like licorice. Yeah, they're kind of like that. You're right. I don't know how they did that at Overbrook, but uh, they they could uh, um, they could do a Kaiser roll. You could throw across the room and it wouldn't break. Wow. Well, they, uh, I swear some of our brownies we used to have where they were so hard. I swear they could drop them and they well, you could uh, up in bowls of pudding and it wouldn't fall out. <laughs> I, I I learned. I remember being forced to eat peas at the school for the blind. And I don't, I don't like cooked vegetables. I only eat raw vegetables as much as possible. And I wouldn't eat the peas. And I had to wait an hour in the lunchroom, and I still wouldn't eat the peas. And uh, they called my mom, and my mom says, "Look, he doesn't like peas. Don't force him to eat them because he's not going to eat them." And I just wouldn't eat them. So what can what can I say? We do have another call, Bill. From I always forget the number. You better remembering the phone number. Area code five zero one. Uh, that's our Arkansas line. Probably Sharon, I bet you. Maybe. Let me get to her. Hold on. Oh. Go ahead, Sharon. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. And uh, it's 73 degrees here, and it's supposed to clear up and go to 84. And forest mashed potatoes go. Uh, um. I don't buy the instant, and I don't buy 
Uh, if I buy them, I, I don't I don't care about trying to peel the potatoes. I know you can eat the peelings on them, but I I, I don't I, I'm not a fan of it, of it a lot unless it's potato salad or they like you say they doctor them up with some garlic and butter and milk and stuff. But otherwise than that. It's a great day. It's a great morning yeah. to hear y'all lovely voices. Oh, we have a good time anyway, Sharon. And, and we, Sharon, are you going to make yeah. me dinner? Are you going to make me dinner, Sharon? I knew that was coming. You know, you 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 in Albany, yeah. so you have to make. I'm not a cookie. I mean, I cook, but I don't cook a lot. The reason I know, because I, I used to talk to Sharon on the on the chat line quite a while ago, yeah. and I always asked her to make me dinner all the time, right, Sharon? So I'm just kidding yeah. around with you. Right. I know, and I I love your um, the, I loved all that you do, and uh, and the guy, the gentleman that comes on after y'all, I enjoy you for two hours. Thank you. You're talking about Tim. We don't know Tim. We, we need to work oh. with you on that Tim business, you know, but uh, <laughs> but he's all right. Oh, oh thank you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're just giving Tim a hard time. <laughs> I know. Y'all are all right with me. I love everything that you do. Thank you, and we love you. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Okay. And we have a 614 area. Columbus, Ohio, Ohio. Jeff. Yep. Good morning, everyone. It's been a while since I've talked to you guys. Shirley, Shirley, Shirley. Yes, hello, Mr. Jeff. How can we forget um, Shirley? A right? couple of things. First of all, I am really not an instant mashed potatoes fan oh, whatsoever. Now, I think those Bob Evans potatoes are great. To me, they taste homemade. I just don't think you can beat them. And uh, Lynn was saying he wondered, you know, we uh, sometimes use, use canned potatoes, the, the whole potatoes or the sliced potatoes. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was wondering how what they would be like mashed. We've never tried them, but it might be an, an interesting try to see how they would be. I don't think they're, you know, they're bad themselves, especially if you use them in a, a you know, a stew or serve them with some kind of meat or something like that, you know, even the way they come. The other thing I wanted to mention to you guys real quickly, just in case anybody's interested, um, tonight on ACB Radio on Main Menu, they're going to be talking about two new uh, Braille displays that are coming out. Um, they're from Humanware, but I think APH may be marketing them. I'm not sure sure exactly how it's working but there's yeah, a 40 right. cell one which i think is called the mantis and there's a 20 cell called the chameleon so and, uh, um, are these if anybody's interested I mean, that's on at um eight o'clock oh yeah on definitely eight o'clock eastern time on acb radio um on mainstream so anyway i thought i'd mention that in case uh you know anybody was interested in Wanted to know more about things like that. So, um, are they about three or four thousand dollars a piece? Surely, aren't those? No, no. I, I, I believe, and um, you know, I can't say for sure. I don't have the figures in front of me. I was thinking that the twenty cell one was somewhere like around 1300 or something, but I may be way off on that because I've been reading about a lot of different things lately. And I don't remember for sure what the figure is, so certainly don't hold me to that or quote me, because <laughs> I just don't know. But it wasn't one of the more expensive ones. You know, it's not a note taker. It's 
primarily a display, but you are going to be able to download books and um, like Bookshare books, and I think they're working on the NLS books and some things like that. So it's going to have a little bit of a multi-purpose, but it's not going to be, you know, quite like an internet browser and email and all that. It'll be limited use. Early, are you and Lenny adjusting to the lockdown? And I know they're they're easing some restrictions all over the place, but how are things doing out there in Columbus? You know, it's not bad. I mean, the whole thing is, is awful as far as I'm concerned. That's a different story in itself. I, I hate all the, you know, the masks and you're so afraid to go out and do things. But we actually did go out to a restaurant the other day for the first time inside and met a couple. And we've eaten a couple times at outside restaurants. We're supposed to do that again tomorrow where they've got tables outside. We've done very little shopping. You know, we mostly have stuff delivered here it's not really that bad you know it's it's not near as bad here uh case-wise and numbers as it is in florida right now so i guess we probably left there at a good time but i don't know i'll just be so glad when this is over it's just very scary we understand so, okay well listen take care of yourself are you getting out at all jeff I am. As a matter of fact, let, let me, we got callers here, and I know Mike wants to talk about Apple, and I'll tell you about my TGI Friday's oh, okay. horrible experience later on. But let's let's. I'll move on. Okay. I'll let well, move good on, to talk to all of you anyway. Thank you, Shirley. And we have one more Thank raise. We, we we do have a few raised hands, but I've been trying to get to the ones we haven't heard from, and we'll go to Gary. Go ahead, Gary. Well, hey everybody. Good morning. And uh, on this instant mashed potato talk, I. I don't like them either. Now, I have had them prepared where you don't really know it, but uh, most of the time I've had them, especially when, I'm, when I make them. Uh, my mother was a great cook, and it didn't get passed down to me. Um, you know, but I'm great with the microwave. I can run that microwave. I can hack it. If I don't know how long something takes to cook, I always start low and go higher because you can't, you know, do the other way. So, you know, but, uh, you know, uh, my best friend is Gary. DoorDash, Grubhub, and the places that deliver, but I, that costs a lot of money. So I, so yeah. I do actually, I do actually cook. Like my sister Sharon will say to me, you know, Jeff, you do do a lot more cooking than my husband does because I can throw a steak under the broiler and I can, I can, you know, do stuff like that and I can make chicken and roast chicken and do all that stuff. But you know, but is that what do I always say to you, Bill? Don't tell too many people about that. Right, you well, like I'd to cook do other of... things than cook. You know, yeah. I mean, I'd rather just go get it back. Most of my life, I lived within places. Uh, you know, I could walk to, so I just go get something, and uh, you know, getting good exercise, and I was accomplishing something, and getting something to eat, right. or uh, whatever I needed to get at the store, whatever I needed to do. But you know, uh, uh, and I didn't go to any schools with the blind, so I went to public school. So I a lot of times brought my lunch or did it something other devious during lunch hour. And <laughs> we, we get it. Uh, yeah, the uh, you know, I think the statute of limitations is up by now. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Sure. Thank you. Okay, we have two more hands. And what I did was I took the people who hadn't gotten the turn first. So we have Allison again in Michigan and Julia McCullough. So let me go to you, Allison, and then we'll get to you, Julie. Go ahead, Allison. 
Okay. Um, about the instant mashed potato thing, a lot of times my parents buy these little packets, and all you do is I think you um, fill the pot up with water and stir in the uh, mashed potato packet. My mother cooks those on the stovetop. We have a gas stove, and uh, we cook a lot of times these rotisserie chickens. So they're good to have with uh, rotisserie chickens with little gravy on the mashed potatoes, and that's pretty good with, like, green beans or something. We do that a lot of times. Well, hey, if it works for you and it tastes good to you, that's 99% of the battle right there. And Yeah, I don't care for the KFC mashed potatoes a lot of times. I get their uh, biscuits, their chicken, and the potato wedges, and those are pretty good. Yeah, their wedges, are they are pretty good, the yeah. wedges. And we won't get yeah. started on, on French fries. I think a lot of these places have... I call them coated French fries or something's wrong with these. Some of these places in their French fries, some are real good. The, the worst French fries I ever had, Bill, was from Arby's because they, what they did is they took mashed potatoes and they extruded them out of this machine that would drop them into oil and fry them. And it was just terrible. Oh, the worst things I ever tasted in my life. Ooh, those curly fries. Yeah, go ahead, Allison. Yeah. And shout out to Sharon, too. Sharon, uh, we talk on another chat system. I'm on a couple of these uh, chat lines. Been on them for years. Well, that's good. See? You can say hi to Sharon. But, yeah, I just am not a big, some of those fans. But, like I said, Allison, keep us posted about that as jobs. Because we want you to get a good job. Yep. All right. Thank you, Allison. Go ahead, Julie. Yes, Bill. um, I've never, I don't think I've ever tasted anything from an air fryer before. And I am not the cook at our house. Sometimes I'm kind of a sous chef, but I'm not, I don't cook. Yeah. Uh, My roommate cooks. Um, So that's great. And once in a while, I can do some things to help her, but not very often. Um, And I have a question. Maybe somebody will know an answer or can email me some information. Um, My children's coordinator at the church I attend um, said that they are trying to get rid of a Braille Bible. It is a children's Bible, a new century Bible, I guess is what it's called. And it is in uncontracted English Braille, which I don't think will get much of a comb in the United States. Um, But maybe. Um, So if you know of places that take Bibles and send them like overseas or or for little, I guess, little kids, sometimes they start them out with grade one Braille. Um, So if anybody knows anything about places that might take them, um, I would appreciate hearing from them, from you. We will do that. That's going to go along with one of our next topics here, too. I was going to say, I remember seeing when I was a kid, I had the Braille Bible in grade two, and it was in 20 volumes. And the grade one version that they had at school was in 32 volumes. So it makes that much difference. (laughs) We had the copy of the... uh the Bible that was read by uh, Alexander Scorby at the School for the Blind that I remember. Uh, it was in tons of records. I can't tell you how many records it was, but they read the Bible. Okay, we have one more hand, Bill, and I think we can go on to the rest of the program. So let me get to Marianne. Oh, I forgot to... You gotta unmute the phone after yours, call. Mary. And yeah, yeah, then he's got a call. Um, for one thing, for Allison, um, I did notice that this year 
I, I imagine the ACB convention is doing something similar, but the NFB convention is doing a virtual job fair. And I certainly plan to register because I have no idea when my hotel is taking me back. So uh, maybe that's a place you want to click into as well to look for uh, employers that are looking for transcriptions. Crunch, I can't speak. Transcriptionist. Sorry, I've been biking for like an hour or something. Um, and uh, for the lady who is talking about the Braille Bible, um, if you've got some access to the Internet, if you go to uh, the NFB.org, search for the Communities of Faith Division and get in touch with the president, I bet you he can steer you to some folks who will take that Bible and ship it overseas for you because that would be an amazing gift to somebody outside of the U.S. for sure. That would be awesome. And these days, the best way to make mashed potatoes, in my opinion, is to stick them in the Instant Pot because they're done in less than 15 minutes and they're so tender and you can throw all your spices and milk and everything else in while you're making them and they just come out amazing and they still have some lumps and I still use a hand potato masher too. And uh, Jeff, if you ever make it out to Boulder, I will feed you dinner. I promise. You know, you know, you're making points with me because you know, you know, I get, you know, I'm, I'm pals with your buck with your brother Jr. Marion. You know that. And Jr. can tell you how well I cook. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you. And Bill, don't forget you're doing your ma- your amazing giveaway. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's that's right. We'll talk about that in just a moment. Yes, yes, yes. You almost made me forget here. But we'll talk about it. Tim's got a call first, Marianne, and then stay tuned for it because you're going to be interested. All right. Should I go ahead? Go ahead, Tim. Hey, Bill. This is Eddie in Lafayette. Um, I wanted to comment about the mashed potato thing. If you take a instant mashed potatoes and put sour cream in there, barley, salt, pepper, health, and butter. Anyway, but I usually pick the real ones. And I do oven fried potatoes, and uh, they're pretty good. Um, anyway, that's my take on potatoes. I'm a potato girl. I love potatoes. <laughs> so you guys all have a good day. I'm enjoying your show. Bye-bye. I do, too, you, Debbie. You mean, Debbie, you're not a Bobby girl in a Bobby world? Never mind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, if we have any more calls, Jeff? No, we're, we're, okay. we're, we're caught up right now. All right. I'm going to make this before we do our demo, and... Then we come back and talk about the the thing. How long is the demo, Chris and Dave? I haven't got it yet. I will in a second. 31 minutes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll talk fast. We had one of our listeners last week on The Legend called me after the coffee club. He has a laptop, and he's transitioned to a newer one, but this one has Windows 10. And he wanted to know if I knew of a person who needed one. And I said, well, I really don't. However, um, I helped him set it up. So I know what this laptop is. It's a nice laptop. Windows 10, you know, all your USB ports and the drive and, and all of that good stuff. So what I'm trying to say is we're going to have a laptop giveaway. We're going to give away, we thought, well, we could do a drawing, but decided we wanted somebody who might write a sentence or two. There's no link, but you could send it to uh, bill at billsparks.org, 
That's bill at billsparks.org, an email, or you may call our request line at um, 800-693-0595. Press option one, not two, but option one. For some reason, option two is not working right now. I need to talk to them about that. But the, the point I'm trying to make is let... Let them know that um, you're interested in the laptop and maybe give a one or two sentence reason as to why you would 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 like a laptop. And I will then turn this over to two or three panel members and they will decide on which they think the most compelling or good reason. We're trying to be as fair about it as possible, but try to provide somebody a laptop who might not be able to get one. And by the way, when you get this laptop, we will, I will make sure it's fully loaded with NVDA speech, narrator, and all of the stuff you can use. It will be ready to go and use. And there is no charge. Free, free. Boy, that really got Gail going. She just went off the meeting. I'm just kidding, but it's free, free, free. Any questions from the panel or anybody about this? Remember, either an email or a phone call. So, presenters, Tim, like you, myself, uh, we'll send something out to that to watch out for those emails and. Um, now, I believe you said even if they email, you want them to include their phone number, right? Name right. Phone number. phone number, phone number, phone number, phone number. So And your address as well. So we know how to, we're, so Bill would know how to send it to, to the winner. Right. Oh, we don't or, need the address. We don't need they, the address necessarily now, but at least okay. the, winner. the phone number or your phone email. Numbers. Yeah. Phone number or email if you're going to do it by email. But if you're calling in, please leave it clearly because sometimes the phone line. It's either my hearing or something. I had somebody's request this week. Not only did I mess up their sex, I called them a lady when they weren't, and I messed up. I screwed up both the phone numbers. I mean, the songs. So they they just can't get good help on the legend like they used to. So, but this will be a very, very good laptop. And so, you know, maybe you're a student or maybe you're a first-time computer user and you want to get started and you've never been able to do it before. So just send me the email. I will save them. And then the the people that are will be judging will have access to them. So that's about all I can say about that. Dick was supposed to come on, but I guess maybe he's... No. If you want to save the demo till next week, since we've got the Apple stuff, yeah, we can, uh, Dave, can, with, since he's having surgery Friday, he's probably not going to be able to do a demo next week anyway. Well, that'll that'll be great. We can we can do that. We're not rushed. And if there's any questions about this contest right now, you know you know how to uh, contact us, and uh, we will. We will answer those, and we'll then just spend the balance of the hour, unless Chris has a a uh, recipe, 
And oh, I, I can always give a quick one if you want me to go ahead and do that now. Yeah, I can. go ahead and do that. Now you're going to make me work for the rest of the show. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> this is for a regular, well, it's a, a large but not a huge meatloaf. <laughs> Two pounds of ground beef, or you can use some bulk sausage or whatever you want to use, but two pounds of it anyway. About six to eight ounces of what we call filler. You can use bread that you've pinched up real fine or crackers or whatever. I, I like to use bread. A quarter cup of milk, two eggs, whatever spices you want. I use about a quarter cup to a third cup of onion and maybe a dash of garlic and a teaspoon of pepper. I don't usually put any salt in it, but you could if you wanted to. And you just preheat your oven to 375, or you can use 350. I like 375, but anyway. You mix your loaf up. You spray a meatloaf pan or a broiler pan. You want your grease to drain off if you can. And you can put ketchup. After you form your loaf, you can put ketchup or not. It's up to you. Some people like it, some people don't, or you can use a little bit of tomato sauce. And you just bake it for about an hour. Now, I cover mine, and I uncover it with halfway through. I cover it with foil. But anyway, it makes a decent-sized meatloaf. It probably would feed four hungry people. And Wait a second. With, with, Dave and me, it might only, with Dave and me, it might only feed two, right? Two. You know that. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah bake, they, it takes about an hour. Now, if you want to, you can stick a thermometer in there and you can bake it till it's 165. I'd give you another recipe for a meatloaf, <laughs> but I'm not going to. <laughs> That's what prompted me to give this one, actually, and it's one that I happen to know by heart. Yeah. <laughs> we do have another call. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm sorry, I could be all the. Here we go. Hi, this is Deb Trevino from Delaware. I was trying to reach Coffee Club, and I'm not doing very well with Zoom this morning on the phone, so it's the first time I tried to use it. So I wanted to just say that um, one good way to use those instant mashed potatoes, my sister-in-law used to make potato salad with it. Just make them a little thick and put your mayonnaise and whatever you're going to put in your potato salad. And my mom really disapproved, but it was edible. That's one way to use them. Otherwise, get the ones that are already flavored with garlic and whatever. There's a four cheese. There's a a bacon one. um, There's a chipotle, all kinds of different. And it comes in a little uh, envelope. You just add water. Uh, Potato cakes turn out really well with it. You have to to, um, make the potatoes mix thick enough that it'll stay together. And, uh, and they they want to fall apart sometimes, but they always taste really good. The other thing I wanted to speak about was a computer issue. Uh, I used, I'm using Outlook, Windows 10, Office 365, and I have a problem with Outlook wanting to, it used to give me a search field so that I could type in a person's name or a subject or a, a word in a, an email and it would let me find it. Now it won't do that anymore and I'm wondering how I could set that back up again. Anyway, thanks for the advice and you guys have a good day. Bye. There you go. Okay, Deb, I haven't seen that search thing go away there in a long time. I'm going to 
pull up Outlook right now. Let's see if I've got it on this computer. Anybody else use Outlook? I normally use um, Thunderbird, but I think I've got Outlook on this computer. We do use Outlook, but I've never really used the search feature. I, I have Outlook, I but I don't use you. Outlook because I have Thunderbird. So I can tell you a real different, but there's a problem in Outlook where you can't email accounts just quit working, and you can't. The only fix is to totally uninstall Office and reinstall it. And I know five people, so it's not just me. It's you know, that's been making the thread on the email list, Mike, and people have called the Microsoft Disability Hotline on that, and they have not been able to help them. Well, so they can't. It's, it, I mean, you have to uninstall and reinstall. So I'm not saying that's what she has to do for search. That's that's probably a setting somewhere. But What about you, Chris? Account. It could be a window. What about you, Chris? Do you have a problem with the search? I've never used the search in Outlook, so I don't know. Do you see that edit field? There's an edit field right there in there i i know what she's talking about i just haven't used it in a while you have to you have to tab to get to that search field the last time i looked though our search field was there we don't use it but I th- let me see i, I see thought in fact i think it was like two days ago or something like that well, I would also be curious what technology you're using because your results might vary depending on screen reader or if you're using enlargement. But, but that's one that I will answer for you, Deb. I will look that up and see exactly. Maybe it's not on my computer here because I have a you know a computer I use more for business than the broadcast one here. Um, now it's doing something here. So either I'll go off the air here in just a moment, Deb, or it's going to work, one of the two. Um, Any other questions out there? And remember, if you're interested in the laptop, 800-693-0595, be sure to put it on your message. You're interested in the laptop, why, and your phone number. So we'll be able to reach you back or bill at billsparks.org if you. And it won't be one of those computers with the Windows safe, or it won't be one of those that you um, have to um, uh, do that Windows S or whatever that crazy thing is. So, Bill, you you um, you are going to be getting those messages. I don't have to save those for you. No, right? I'll I'll take care of those. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, you certainly might try the the Microsoft accessibility about your Outlook issue. Well, some have complained it's not as good as it has been in the past. They've outsourced it to folks in other countries, but. Um, that would certainly be because they can actually get in and see your computer and you know maybe there's a setting or something to get that search box back and they work with all screen readers so well i, I may have something here i've either destroyed my computer or something <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens in just a moment but jr do you have a question yeah jr go ahead well i've been playing with uh the uh, outlook on it's Outlook 2016, 
So that's the, the latest version of it for the Office 365. And I will tell you, it's uh, it's it's missing some stuff. Um, you know, I, I spent hours on the phone with the accessibility desk and even had my call escalated up to a another form of technician or whatever. Um, at least that's what they call it. So it's very, it's, to me, it's a very buggy application um, right now. I'm hoping they do some things better with it. Um, the problem that I had with it was when you type in the, the new field, when you're writing a new message, and you're trying to go back to your, you type in a person's name, um, it wasn't populating that information. Um, I don't know if anybody's had that issue or not, but that was one of the pop- the things that I was having problems with. And the way they the way they finally fixed it uh, was they actually had to work offline. Uh, they had you know make it so the the application will work offline. Then they went and drug all my stuff from my address book into my. Then they put it into an email. And I guess they probably sent it, um, but it didn't go anywhere because we were working offline. And uh, then it went into the draft. Actually, it went into the drafts folder. That's what it did. So then, you know, we had to delete it. But you know, that was their workaround to make it make it happy. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely some learning curves with a new one. Um, you know, especially about getting into the old folders and everything. Um, Control Y is a good uh, a good tool to use now uh, for Outlook because that's that's what's working um, to get into your you know sent, received, and your spam folders and that kind of thing. Um, so it's, there's just it's new uh, shortcut keys, I guess. And, well, um, one thing I, I can say, JR, I just installed Outlook just during these few seconds here, pulled it up in the very first field here. Well, I tab back to it. There's an edit field in there. Definitely is a search thing that you can search for people or messages. So I think my kid on the right answer, it may require a new uh, installation of the Outlook if she's having those kind of problems and I I might call that what is it 1-800-936-5900 and maybe let them help you resolve that issue at Microsoft and um, well, but the, it the, is other, the other one that's nice is the, on the Be My Eyes app that's true too have, she has an iPhone they, yes they will help yeah, you they, that, that they is a good suggestion successful. they will help you also you can be on the app and then be on your computer working so they can help you do that also. I think even now, I think, um, which one is JAWS on? Is JAWS on one of those? Is Be My not Eyes? A be my, not a Be My Eyes. Not a Be My Eyes now. They, they're on, uh, no, it's not JAWS. It's um, Google is, and I know Microsoft is, I believe. And right. I think both of the blindness organizations are on there and, there was another organization I saw on there the other day. So th- there's several ways, but the search it is search as per usual uh, there in 
on the outlook. So it is working. We and, have Buddy Liberman, I think, coming okay. up next. Okay. Go ahead, Buddy. Hi, hey, hey, Jeff. Uh, um, hello, everybody. Um, you remember Outlook Express? Everybody used it, and I loved it, and I miss it. Um, so I went to System Access, and it works, but it's web-based. And even though I've got this uh, computer, uh, it's a Dell, and I put it's got an i7, and I got 32 gig of RAM. That's overkill, but uh, I got tired of waiting and waiting on this Toshiba to, to load up. It took 40 minutes for it to scan, so now it takes about 30 seconds. What do you recommend to to read and uh, write email with? Um, if you want, like Gmail, what, what is, what's the most accessible program? I wish Outlook Express, I wish they bring it back, but that was a mute point. That was, that's was that been gone a long time ago. Well, what's Like Gmail, for instance, what would Windows 10 is the most uh, accessible program? Um, I do most of mine on the iPhone anymore. I use System Access, it works, but I'd like to, like, maybe Gmail or well, what is the most accessible program on the computer in, in nowadays? Know. Since Outlook Express no longer exists. I, uh, I like Thunderbird. I yeah, use Thunderbird as well. Yeah, I like it. A lot of people like Thunderbird. A lot of people like what? Outlook that uh, that Deb from Delaware was just talking about. I'm a Thunder. The only reason I don't use Outlook, and this is a dumb reason, I like that all inbox feature on on some of the mail programs where you can put all your messages in or do your folders individually. So yeah, I mean, it's called unified folders. Right, and that's what I like. And for whatever reason, Outlook does not do that. Now, well, I've it, got a it, learning curve. I, I've got to learn um, how to put folders on my Droid since I've switched from the iPhone. I want to learn the Droid, and uh, that may be uh, people want to know why. Why do you? Why did you want to do that? Well, I wanted to. Um, if I want to get ringtones and and I want to try to. I just went back system. to the desktop. Okay, have we got a problem? Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't unmute her. Hold on a second, Bill. All right, I think we got to be took care of. Thanks, buddy. Okay, so. Oh, God. And if the thing would break out and it repaired. I hold on. Let me. I got him. It was Jerry that was muted. Unmuted. Somehow people got unmuted. I, I didn't. I didn't touch him. I didn't either. I didn't touch anybody. So, but for whatever reason, we're, we're, we, we are not, not I think we can go again, guys. Yeah. Uh, my yeah, yeah. We're, we're still unmuted. Who's that, Ellen? I can't think. I can't think where it's coming from. It's Ellen. It's Ellen, Joe. It's oh. Ellen. Ellen, you can start nine or star six. I'm sorry. If you're if you know you're causing a problem, do a star nine or a star, star six. six. I'm sorry, or whatever you're you're doing. Okay. So, Michael, there was, for the very first time this year, it was a virtual conference. 
the Apple. Do you want to say anything about the presentation on Monday? Uh, yeah, they did it. It was not only virtual and the fact that there was no studio audience, but it was also pre-recorded. Now, some said maybe the beginning when Tim Cook came out on stage, maybe that was live. It, it didn't sound live to me, or at least it could have been the microphone he had, but it was all pre-recorded. And a lot of people liked that. It was a little faster. There wasn't quite the delay as they moved between events. I'm one of those where I, I almost miss the audience a little bit because the audience would be the developers. And I could tell by the enthusiasm of those developers what things they were going to pursue and work on. And it gave you, you know, because they could roll out 100 features, but there's maybe only 10 that are going to really take off because the developers are going to take the time. But, yeah, they did a presentation about an hour and 50 minutes. And then they had... Uh, a state of the whatever a, a, a couple hours later and they covered some other things that weren't in the, the main keynote but it was different this year you could watch it on YouTube if you went to apple.com it automatically started playing I listened to it initially or I listened to it on Twit with Lil Laporte and the downside is sometimes they're talking interrupting a little bit but they give some insights to things happening uh, that you might not otherwise pick up on some of the visuals but essentially, and I'd be curious, uh, any others who have listened, there's been quite a few reviews. Uh, Robert Carter with his Tech Doctor podcast, uh, really good one, Mosin at Large, Jonathan Mosin, and he had his daughter, uh, Heidi, there to talk about some of the visuals, and Michael Fair and Anna Dresner. So that was a really good one that was a, a good overview of it that'll cover more things than we could talk about today because there were enhancements in both the, uh, the iPhone, iPad, the new coming Mac computers uh, that'll come out later this year that you'll actually be able to run the iPhone apps on your Mac. So I think it'll be kind of neat to have everything in one space. But uh, some of the, the announcements, I think, for the iPhone, which probably are a big thing, one is uh, Siri. I think this is one a lot of blind people use, is you'll be able to use Siri to send, uh, just tell her to, to send voice messages. I know people say, well, you can kind of do that now, but I'm saying you just say, send an audio message to Bill. And, uh, you know, so we'll just do it right from Siri. I can send that way. I don't have to worry about the transcription and some of the crazy messages that come up. And I sometimes spend more time trying to edit and fix them. So if you can actually just send an audio, audio message to people, uh, which, again, I think will have to be iPhone users. I wouldn't think it would work for Android. Right. Uh, they could technically do that, but as now that's not going to happen. So I think that's one big feature people use. When the JR mentioned, and some blind people are like, well, who cares? But it's called picture-in-picture. Picture. Now, this has been around for years on television sets. So essentially, you would be able to send to your TV. Uh, you could have other things going on. You could have uh, you know, the, the picture of the actual show and then have other things going on on the TV for those who are partially sighted. But also the big thing is thought that that way, right now, if you're watching a show and you exit to do something else or Netflix or whatever, then you're going to lose the show. So this way, the picture in picture, you could keep that show either going on the TV screen or keep it minimized on your phone and go do other things. Go check messages. Maybe you start a TV for someone else that doesn't know how to do the airplay or whatever. So another, you know, really good tool for multitasking. Um there were quite a number of, of features. We'll see, you know, what things are really going to be uh, important. I asked before I go through things. I'm, I'm curious, any of you, others of you, listened to the the keynote or the follow up podcast and have anything that excited you? Anything that grabbed your attention? You thought, hey, this is going to be really 
Awesome. I didn't listen to the podcast necessarily, but I did see an article about it. And one of the things I thought was interesting, and I hope it works well, is they said that your calls, when you get an incoming call, it's not going to take over your whole screen like it used to. There's just going to be a banner at the top. Yeah, it's the same as they're doing with Siri now, where Siri will actually be the opposite. It'll stay down in the bottom of your screen. So, and I know JR just got it, so he hasn't enough time to see. I'm curious if that will allow you to do other things concurrently. But yeah, I, I like that, that that their stuff, Siri, and, and phone calls and stuff won't gobble up the whole screen and just take you yeah. totally away from whatever it is you were working on. Well, and, and that is cool. I know JR's, and we'll get right there. But it, it seems to me they're also wanting to do a, re, a redo of... Thunderbird, not Thunderbird, I'm thinking of Thunderbird. What's a, a safari? I mean, how many well, they, times can they reconstruct that program? Well, they did. Now, this wasn't in the keynote, but after the the state of the operating system, whatever they call it, their second presentation, that's more for the developers, they did say that you will be able to have the ability to change your default browser if you don't like Safari or your email if you don't like Apple Mail. But... Uh, they did say that it has to run on top of Apple, so that's some kind of limitation as to what what other third-party clients you'll be able to use. But so can you, you will explain be that? To, can you explain that it has to run on top of Apple? Just for those who may not understand. I, I don't know exactly. That's just what I heard. That it has to run on top of the Apple, so it'll have to be integrated. It, it won't just be like they can write it, you know, for Windows and port it over. They will. It'll have to somehow integrate more into Apple. So I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what the limitations of the, you know, I'm not a coder. Even I do websites, I'm not really a coder. So we'll see what that means at the end of the day as to which options you'll have. I don't know. I like I like Apple Mail. I, it's far better than anything I've seen in Windows. And, uh, you know, I use Thunderbird and Outlook. I use all of them, but I still, I've yet to find an idea Windows client. So, but, uh, so that's, Something that people want to change and try a different browser. I know Bill hates Safari, and I, I kind of like it pretty well. But I don't do a lot in Safari. I mean, usually I'm doing things from the apps themselves, and then using the browser for just something I need to see, or the app pushes me to the browser. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I do too, Mike. I I use I don't use Safari because if I'm going to go to Amazon, I'm going to use its app, or if I'm going to go to, to uh, to something other, other another app, I'm going to use the app, the app rather than. Well, website. it used to be uh, several versions ago where there were times, lots of times, when you couldn't, if you had trouble filling out a form or doing something on your Windows computer, Safari would let you do it. But exactly, I remember going to a hotel and I couldn't get on the Wi-Fi. I tried every browser, every screen reader, and then I picked up my iPhone and I was able to get logged in right away. So you are right, Jennifer. That's that's exactly uh, what happens. I lost my train of thought here, but um, should have took better notes. Um, one of the things that's going to help the people, and I know some people that have like 100, 200, 300 apps on their phone, so they got a new a new system that, as Jared mentioned, to be like on your last page that will do its best to group your items together. I, I do that a lot. I create folders and put like all my audio apps together and all my travel apps together and all that. I mean, I'll have like one main screen with all my favorite apps, but then I'll have all my other travel apps, all my other shopping apps, and have them in their folders. But this will do that for you, because most people don't. And of course, a lot of things you can use, and uh, you know, you can tell Siri to open it for you, but some apps won't work that way. But anyway, this will 
it does its best or it doesn't attempt to try to group the types of apps that you have together so that you can go through and find things easier. Now, I used to do that. I can remember having over 100 apps. I think now I have maybe, I just have two pages and maybe, I may have 60 or so. I don't know. And I don't use a lot. They say no one uses more than 15. And that, that, that could be true. So that'd be a tool to help you find your apps. They claim a uh, new greater intelligence for Siri. One of the things I'm excited about is the Apple Maps. And they claim that it will do indoor maps. So if you're in an airport and hopefully other places as well, in the malls, maybe we'll be able to use it and get some real information about what's around us and how, how close we are to various uh, now, stores. When, when you're talking about doing indoor maps, I mean, you don't have to set up these beacons or anything like that. It'll work. It'll know where you are. It'll know what's available in the mall. How is that going to work? Do you know? I don't know the technical, but right, it, it shouldn't need maps because someone is, your phone still has the ability to do, uh, you know, know where you are via GPS within at least a 10-foot radius. So that should work indoors. Uh, so we'll see how it works. I assume there may have to be some customization to make that work. Boy, that but would they, be nice. But they've really improved the Apple Maps. It's worth going back and playing. I, I'm still a fan of Google, but I need to really give it another shot because they really improved their turn-by-turn. And uh, because anyone out here uses the Apple Maps, it's better for just saying, hey, I want directions to a, a certain address. Maybe you're sitting in a passenger seat, someone's driving. and So it does good for that. Google, I mean, I like it, but you got to do a little more sometimes to get that set up. But then it you know, shows you... You can see the next four or five turns, and you can play navigator in the passenger seat. But so we'll see what Apple Maps. And I think that's already out in the states, and they're going to expand it into some other countries, uh, Canada and England, Ireland, uh, Australia. I think for some of our listeners in those areas. Ah, uh, what else? There, there, there was a few different things. We'll have to see what actually. Did you, you listen know, to Jonathan's podcast yet? I did. Yes. And what was he really pumped about? Anything really? Uh, well, yeah, I think he had a few things, you know, in particular that they were interested in. A lot of things they were just kind of passive. Okay, yeah, this might be great. It, it uh, you know, maybe good, may, maybe not. You guys unmuted me. Did you mean to? You, you, you probably had your not. Hand a lot of people. Be- I did have my hand raised. Yes. That's why, I- and, and the reason I unmuted <laughs> you because it says ask to unmute, and that would avoid the delay of. Uh, of when you True. get on. So did you have a question, Marianne? That's why you're, that's why I, no, I, well, I was going to say, cause Michael said, you know, if you, did you, have you listened to the actual uh, show? Right. Something that's yes, I, I did. Uh, matter of fact, I, I told JR about it so he could listen too. Um, I listened to the actual uh, Apple presentation. I did Jonathan's thing afterwards when that popped up. I looked at that yesterday. I also looked at the blind bargains uh, uh, piece that was on there. That's on their website right now. I, I I'm kind of interested to see how the indoor navigation thing is going to work. I'm kind of excited about that. I like the idea of the banners. Uh, I know there's going to be that consideration, and um, I'm interested in beta testing as well. So I've got to figure out what I have to do to become a beta tester for. 14 because i would love to do that now that i'm at home and i know with beta you could go back if it's horrible um the idea of the app sorting and the idea of the uh, that it will tell you how long it's been since you've used all the apps in a in a more direct way than having to go all the way back through the settings and do it that way would be good because it just sort of helps you clean house a little now and then 
So uh, I think the idea of the different app galleries and libraries are are really interesting. Can you set it up uh, so it's like the old way though? I mean, if you like to keep it, I have yeah. folders already set up for my original for my app. Yeah, so I you have. You, I think if you have your original folders, they're they're still going to be there. I have a ton of folders, but who knows? They might actually organize my stuff better than I do. I don't think the, the original to... folders are uh, are still going to be there. Uh, my husband said, um, but then you'll have this gallery option, which means you can then you can either do the library where it's all alphabetical, or you can look at it based on their folder configuration and so on. There's going to be a lot of new ways to look at your apps, which will be good. Um, the the new widgets are the fact that you can put your widgets anywhere you want, and that there are several different sizes and configurations for the widgets will be kind of interesting. Yeah, because the widgets are going to be like a two-by-two, two, so they're going to use up four slots, four of your And iPods. that's the, just the littlest one, too. Right. That's, I don't want to get too much large, but essentially widgets, so you can take a certain task, so if the app supports it. So let's say, for example, you use Carrot or one of the weather apps, and so you could create this widget that might put your current temperature, your current weather conditions in one place right on your main page and that way you don't have to open the app to do that and you have that data there and aren't they I'm making for, sorry about that jennifer go ahead aren't they making some changes to the podcast app too <laughs> i i uh, think yeah i heard something i don't use it so i didn't focus a lot of time on that yeah, i don't use it either well, it, to my way of thinking is if they can't make Siri any better, it's, you can't reliably use it for message. I mean, you can, but, you know, you get what you get what you get. And it looks like maybe the Google Assistant might have them beat on that. But I don't well, know. Do, but there's an art. I've improved mine a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like you, but my friend Danny almost uses it solely and so i watched like why does how does he get these great successes that he does with it and i noticed there's a certain way that you speak you have to enunciate a little bit better than you might in normal speech and i found that the actual dictate on the function on the keyboard works better than siri lots of times that's true that's true as far as just text dictation but it's still phoning home. Yeah, Another big thing uh, you got to speak clearly when you're doing dictation. For, if you're dictating something that you want to send as a text message, you have to speak very clearly. Go ahead. Well, also that's the noise, the background noise uh, that you may have. Your placement and of your, your punctuation. Right. <laughs> that's Another true. Another thing I want to mention is you're going to have a built-in language translator that'll be on your phone. Uh, so if you have someone, maybe. Say you're someone, English isn't their best. My friend's excited about this because he has uh, a gentleman that that does his yard work. And I think he speaks almost exclusively Spanish. So he's excited about this fact that he can communicate with him and say, you know, what time will you be here? You know, whatever. So he can do the, the language translation. Another thing that some folks may be interested in. I first thought you had to have the Apple Pencil to do this, but I guess you can you can actually write your messages and it'll convert it to text so i'm excited about it if that actually works if someone and because a lot of kids are doing that now they're getting where you know people are just using their hands to just gesture and write you know write things in as if they were using a pen or pencil and in fact it'll convert it to text if that really works that could open up a lot of opportunities to you know if you're 
I don't know, maybe someone who, who's deaf, for example, and, you know, so they could sit there and write it, and then your speech is going to turn around and convert it into, you know, convert it into speech that you can read. So we'll see how that works. Well, that would be cool. And they claim that'll be on the phone, so it doesn't have to go out to Siri to do that. But that's still but an annoyance to me. It's kind of like what they're using for the watch. I mean, right now, the Apple Watch has still has Scribble that goes along with the Dictate. Um, I, I've not played around with it because I wear my watch on my right hand, and my right hand is the one that I would write with if I was going to write something, even on the tiny little Apple screen. But I'm excited for some of the new stuff going to come for the watch, too. Well, and... Yeah, I don't have a watch, but you could comment on this. But they mentioned it for the watch, but then I thought they said it would be on the iPhone as well, is new capabilities to monitor your sleep. Uh, it, it will be, right. yeah. I mean, because, well, you, you use your watch, but you'll be able to see a lot of it on your phone, uh, bigger graphs and stuff like that that you'll be able to put. I mean, obviously not as convenient for us, but um, the day, sometimes some of the data is small to to handle on the watch but the but the sleep app will be much improved and my only problem with that is that i have to go for a couple hours in the evening without my watch or something in order to to sleep with my watch so usually my watch is on its charger during during sleeping time i figure i'm not as worried about the sleep as i am having it for use during the day yeah, we we'll, may talk about this later. My son just got it, and if it proves to be accessible, I may purchase one as well. It's called an Aura Ring. O U R. Translate as an app. I'm sorry. You said, said translate was an. Was that you, Jr.? Was that Jr.? I think. I, I had him muted, so I don't know. What about the, the <laughs> language? What if I was listening to a, a, a radio station on the internet that was in Spanish? Could that phone translate it and speak it back to me if it was uh, able to do that, Mike? Do you think? No, this is for text. This is you're actually typing it in. Oh, you're typing. Okay, I thought it was the other way around. Now, I did hear that that there's going to be, and this was something that came out later, too. I didn't hear this in the keynote, but there's going to be a new feature added, and it's actually going to be under accessibility where you can have your phone listen for specific noises. So, like, if the baby cries or something, that it could wake and alert you at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so you could use it to look and activate and do certain things based on certain noises that it hears. So that'd be interesting to see how that's deployed. Somebody's watching you. Boy. Well, I'm thinking of people really... with hearing loss. Now, yeah, but I was going to think my husband. I mean, that would be amazing for, you know, being able to be, especially if it can send um, vibrate. Now, Marianne, are you going to use this, I guess, a feature, if you have the newer Watch 5, I guess, or one of them, you'll actually be able to tell you with cute little bubbles uh, if you're washing your hands properly. If you, Yeah, I, 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 you know, I mean, as somebody who actually worked for a, a good while in BEP and in the food service industry, I thought it was kind of fun that now all of a sudden we're going to have a hand washing app on your phone. Um I, I have the Series 4. I'm not ready to upgrade to something more because I have probably, I think it's the most expensive Series 4 <laughs> at the time. So I'm like, I, I, I'm one of those technology users. I won't upgrade just because there's something new. I'll upgrade when mine feels like it's going to die or, you know, several years. So that doesn't have the like, motion? I wasn't sure if it was the 5 or 4, but I know it's um, Well, 4 definitely has the motion. Well, I think it may be it. then. Maybe you can do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think it probably will, and I will probably play with it just for the fun of it because, you know, it's there, so why not? It's a new toy on your new toy, so, you know, or makes a way to make your old toy new again. 
type of thing. And um, I know for a fact that I've washed my hands long enough because you, once you've taught serve safe for years, you, you know what you're doing no matter whether you want to or not. Uh, but it's going to be another new toy. And, uh, and, and maybe some people will actually um, be better about it that, frankly, are not that great about it now. Like I know Yeah, it was kind of the running... <laughs> it was a running joke is that, well, what if you just don't wash your hands? Like, hey, sleeze bag, get back there and get back to the sink before you go to that public restroom, you know? So. We know what you did. Now now go finish the job. Yeah, yeah Jeff talked about Big Brother, right? Is that recorded? So the, well, the CDC have a list of every American who doesn't wash their hands. Uh, a little problem, you know. I mean, see, I, 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 unfortunately, the phone, and I, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to get political here, but they really have gotten people to be antisocial in a sense because we don't talk anymore. I could sit there with my daughters, and I have three daughters, and they could be texting each other on the phone at the dinner table. And I really, or they, or they're on the phone all the time. And I, just, I just unfortunately, just, that's my opinion. I just think it's very, very rude. I think when you're at a dinner table or you're, at a, and you, I, I, I just don't think that we should be doing that. But that's my opinion. Any other features that anyone that grabbed anyone? Did you listen to them, Bill? I'm sure you listen to most. No, of them. you know I haven't yet. Oh, okay, I, I got, but I'm going to probably today. I've been doing other things, and I got a little lax, okay. and I was doing the show, and I didn't get a couple things about the earbuds. I want to go back to these. Okay, uh, they're not cheap, but uh, you get the newer earbuds and you will actually be able to have 5.1 7.1 or even dolby atmos through these earbuds airpods or whatever you call them and so then you can and if you actually turn your head it'll adjust for that fact to say okay you're not sitting centered anymore so the front is actually to your right but and then i guess you can hand off back and forth so you can say you're watching a movie jennifer's got some dinosaur going across the room or something bill's trying to sleep and then she could switch it over to her her airpods or you know and, and listen to it in her ears or go back and forth so but i think that's going to be interesting to see how they implement that but i think those things are like 250 dollars. so i know someone over in louisville got them and he claims he can use them outside for travel and it's real time real world he can actually have them in his ears and hear what's going on around him even enhanced a little bit and still be able to judge distance so um, I have it worked for him, and it works well. I'm more interested to see, more importantly, as to what kind of phones are going to come out with, if they are, what, you know, what well, that's, right. that's all about. Well, right, that's hardware, and that's in the fall, and this is all software. See, I'm with you, Bill, but at some point, it doesn't come out of the phone. At some point, it is uh, the software. The software runs the phone. You can get a new right. phone, but it's still going to function like the other phone until you... You know, until you enhance the software. Well, they were talking about something with the new U1 chip that you know some things you can do, and but a lot of people are excited about these tags, which they didn't announce them, but we do know they're out there. But I think they're about fifteen bucks a piece, but you could put it on anything, and uh, you know, that, then that you can reminds me, that's a show we can do, and they're a company that does that. Uh, those tags where you can buy I mean, them. That's a little different. Uh, those are. Those are about a dollar a piece, but you actually have to get your phone near them, and it tells you what it is. Didn't Chris did Chris and Dave do a a demo on the tags? I think or I thought no. We we did a demo on tiles. What you may be talking about might be way around. Yes, way, way around, way around. Yeah, way around. And you buy like twenty five of them for about twenty five bucks, and they're different shapes, and you can append them to your food. Supposed to go through the. 
washing machines so you could affix them to your garments and, and know what some of your clothing is and you can record tags and then you get your phone near it so this is a little different what i'm talking about this is something that would actually make um you know they're more expensive but they would actually make the device vibrate so you could have it for your car keys or something that you lost and that's one other thing i guess while i'm thinking about the the new uh iOS 14, you'll be able with newer vehicles that aren't even out yet, 2021, uh, where you'll actually be able to use it as a fob, I guess, and even a sign. It's like if you want your kid to have access to your vehicle for a while, but not forever. And so I don't know how that's going to work, but I think using, having your phone as a key fob. Of course, my concern is that at that point, what if the phone gets stolen, but they claim they've got security measures to still have like face ID or something so that even if someone gets your phone, they still won't, may not be able to activate it because they're not you. Well, I just want a phone that, uh, and maybe this is, doesn't go under software, but a phone, you can actually pick up the phone and actually call and not have drop calls or a phone that's pretty clear audio. Well, I think the drop calls, all that has to do with the carriers. And, of course, they're partnering with ISPs, you know, so, so if you have your Spectrum or Comcast and it's handling part of the calls when they're local, that's where a lot of that's coming from. I, I, mean, I don't. Sure. I know Spectrum partners with Verizon. I don't. I don't see too many drop calls on, on my end. I, I, but I. But I know that one. At one time, though, I don't know if it's true anymore. Do you have T-Mobile, Mike? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I need you to get more drop calls. I'll be talking to Abby, and it'll either go dead for 20 seconds, or if I talk to someone at Spectrum on their home phone, it'll do that. But it drops you hear this beep beep beep, and you, you know, already that, know that. If you're lucky, you hear that. But sometimes it just goes dead, and you're just rambling on and talking about your favorite recipe, and all of a sudden they didn't hear you. You know, for a half that, minute. That happens too. Connect, so, do you have Wi-Fi calling enabling? Because I've noticed that seems to help. Well, I do, and it, it works very well. Um, I use it all the time. I have Wi-Fi call enabling, and 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 of course the sound is great when you when you call someone like that as well. And I don't usually get too many. It doesn't usually drop on my end. They might drop it, but I don't think. I just left the meeting. Well, um, you got multiple personalities, Bill. You know. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I have multiple personalities. It's because I eat too many mashed potatoes when I was a kid. It oh, I'm going to do another week. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out I I, I resend my request for all gratin because I'm a Chris and Bill are cheese haters so forget that but we'll have to ask one folks but cheese yes or no and if so what are your favorite foods uh, recipes oh, well, we'll do that and we're gonna Some let this contest run for the laptop a couple weeks at least and then we'll do it on the third week so and next week I'll yeah. tell you about my experience with TGI Friday since they opened it up it was just it was not good we'll talk about that next week. Is next Friday, next week, July 1? Is that already? Yeah. 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 Um, but it's been an interesting show this today. I will say that. We'll, we'll have Chris and Dave's demo next week. I guess a week's not going to make a difference on that. I and didn't know instant potatoes was going to be such a hot item. <laughs> I didn't know. We, you know what also surprised me, Mike? That's like, oh, go ahead, that's like the other podcast that did the thing about ranch dressing or not. Yeah. Ranch or blue cheese. But yeah. what surprised me, Bill, that today was just how many calls we got. I was, we had a lot of people who listened to the show participate, and we got a, 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 a few new calls who don't really call in very often. So it was really great to uh, kept, kept, kept the phones busy today. Very, very much so. Chris and Dave did have to leave because they got to go to the doctor's office uh, about Dave's surgery, surgery. But the main thing is people are participating, and that's really what we want to do. We want it to be, when we sit down here and we've got 
I've left twice already, and I'm still here, I think. <laughs> You're trying to tell me something? Uh, anyway, uh, we didn't even hear from Bill today. He went Maybe to he just joined again. <laughs> he may raise his hand again. <laughs> yeah. So he said last week he'd be unavailable today. He just did. Right. I knew that would Our do accordion it. DJ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, B Bill has has come back for a second. He's been at the virtual should I, should doctor. I, should I get yeah. him in here? Yeah. We... Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I was in. I was. It's going to be about eighty degrees here today, and I was. I was listening to you guys part way, and then I had to go to the, get off for the doctor, and then I had to go back help my daughter load up some stuff she was doing. So I saw it wasn't time, so I thought I'd catch it the last minute. Uh, I understand when I had to go off the last thing, they were talking about iPhone. I read a lot about that. The only thing I don't like about the new Apple thing is I think it's going to be a bad deal is where they're going to be able to start and unlock your car on certain models. Well, Bill, it'll probably be safer than a key fob because someone could steal your fob and just push the buttons, but this, it'll have yeah, to right. see your face or... Right. Or your yeah. fingerprint or something, you know. And, and oh, you know, real, real, real quick, I was reading a book yesterday, and I don't know if you've heard of this, Mike, or anybody, but uh, it was a book called We Were Killers Once. It was about the... Uh, Oh, what do you call it? I can't think of that. In, in cold blood. was a story about that. But they had a story, they had a part in there where this woman was an FBI agent, or an ex-FBI was in Arizona, and she was driving down the mountain, and some guy in another car that they wanted to kill her broke into her computer system and disengaged her brakes. And then, and she got, she was able to make it down, and she got to the bottom, and they gave her the brakes, brakes back. It was a car following you. That that's a dangerous thing. If that really happens, well, yeah, there's that's a, in a book, though. Yeah, that's in a book. <laughs> yeah, it's in a book, but I meant it's. But it's, think, it certainly could happen, and it's already been done. There was right. a, a couple summers ago in St. Louis, someone hacked it, and just they just messed with their sound system and blasted, and turned it up real loud. But yeah, right. that's. Right. Yeah, the joke is that if you commit a crime, they'll just reprogram it and take you right to the police station. Well, Lots that's like that new book that's out on Bard that I haven't read yet, called The Passenger. Or they have, it's about people that have, um, they're in like six different people in individual self-driving cars. Oh, and yeah, somebody right, right. hijacks the computer system and takes them someplace to do whatever they want to do with them. Right. Well, I was talking to a, a, my nephew last night. He lives out in the state of Washington. And he has a, a uh, Tesla. And I was telling him about that phone thing. It's oh, he said that's nothing new. He said my Tesla does that right now. He said I don't I don't use it because he said, but he said I can program it where I can see where my car is at all times. And he said I can uh, even blow the horn if I want to. He said because my wife. He said uh, my wife said she would be visiting somewhere and I think she'd been gone too long. So I start blowing the horn in her car. And he said also if I'm in a parking lot, I can call the car to come to me to the store if I want to. Wow. Well, right I think that's cool, but it, again, this is technology that we really have to be careful. Yeah, with. that's not working. Oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, you have to be, but I'm just saying. But I didn't, know, I didn't know the Tesla did that, all that stuff, you know. But he said, oh, yeah, he said, mine. He said, I can use my iPhone and just uh, call it and it'll start it up and drive right over to him and pick me up. He said, I don't use it. But he said, uh, he says, just too risky to me. But, you know, but All right, well, we got somebody speaking of risky. JR has his hand raised for the last call for the show. Okay, I'll talk to you guys okay, next week. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, go ahead, JR. Okay, well, actually, I was sending you guys a text message, and that's why my audio came out, too. I don't know, understand why that happened, but uh, I'm thinking it might be something with Zoom. But 
I will say what I've noticed uh, so far in today's meeting that my audio sounds a little bit better to me. Like it's, it seems like it's handling the Zoom conference a little bit nicer without um, like packet loss. Well, that's know. true too. You do I sound good. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, can... I, I said you did. Well, maybe you can't hear us as well, but it does sound good on this end. Yeah, it does sound pretty good. And JR, we'll have to get together because our favorite, our unfavorite restaurant is open, by the way. It's, it's, it's been open all this time. So. Oh, nice. Well, that's good to, to hear. Yeah, the other thing, the key fob thing is kind of interesting, but I think it's on cars that most of us will not be able to afford. Um, at least that's the way it seemed to me. But the the thing is, you know, sending your key remotely to somebody so they can use your car. Is kinda uh, I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't know if that could get hacked at some point. Is there anything that I overlooked? Because I was going off the top of my head. Is there anything that... Well, the other thing, the thing that I, I find uh, the app widget, not the app widget, but the app or partially will download an app. Oh, good point. What, I, what do they call that? Right. Where it'll download enough so that you can use it. Say if you go in a restaurant and you have to have a specific app that has their menu and it'll let you get that so that you don't have to take the time to go to the store, get the app, maybe create a login. I forgot the name of that, but uh, do it, I guess, through your browser maybe or something i'm not sure but app right, bar so, or something like that yeah so you can actually yeah, that was kind of that was kind of neat I, i'm I wondering how that's going to work and you know there so, i mean i have texas roadhouse on my phone so i wouldn't have to i wouldn't have to actually download the app i mean would this be something like if you didn't have an app on the phone is that right. what you're saying yeah right. it lets you get like a mini version of the app so that you could at least interact with the business and do what you had to do while you were there Okay, so that again, the developer who creates the app would have to support that yes. in the development pro yes. process. It's something they would do to just let you get in there and use it. Yep, you know I mean? and I, it seems like they're really partnering a lot with um, um, Android and um, Microsoft. There's really a lot of you know family showing there, as far as you know what I would say. Did they also talk about the fact that some some apps will say, "Well, you can log in with Facebook," but now Apple's going to allow people to log in with their Apple ID for for certain apps now or something? I, I thought I heard something like that as well. So yeah, there's a big shift to push you to use the Apple ID, and in fact, that's exactly what you have to do to use these. Uh, what we were just talking about. So there's a big push to get you to use your Apple, Apple ID, and log in, and store your passwords, and do everything in their ecosystem. Right, guys, we better wrap it up. Tim is Tim's going to be charging you money, Bill. Right, and I can't afford his rates. Thanks, Jr. No problem. I had, you know, this has been fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hope to uh, share some more. <laughs> well, please let us know. I'm going to go out and mash some potatoes now. So, <laughs> you guys have a good day. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, you do have to spice them up and, you know, put some garlic and salt and, yeah. you know, definitely yeah, some Bill milk. can mash a potato, but can he do the twist? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good going, Mike. On that, goodbye, just keep, everyone. Just keep giving it to him now. Yo, he right. gets back, he'll get back at you, Mike. You know that. Soon so. enough. Have a good one, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>